0: I am very picky about candles. I keep them burning around my house all the time. So many home fragrances smell very unnatural, super sweet, chemically, and just smell like the part of the mall. You cannot wait to escape. And after learning that the candle industry contributes to an insurmountable amount of non-recyclable waste, carbon emissions and toxicity in our air, I am even more picky. That's why I'm so glad that notes candles exist. They're on a mission to help eliminate Single use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth friendly option without giving up high quality fragrance that actually seems amazing. The candle industry has major problems. Almost 2 million candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years. Yes, that's right. 1 million, absolutely insane. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel again, again, and again so you don't become a part of the problem. It is so easy to use, guys. The candles are made up with fragrance wax beads So all you have to do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar, fill it up with the wax beads, enjoy your fragrance up to 36 hours, and then just do it all over again when you're ready for a new one. You don't have to settle for less than exciting fragrances with notes either. In fact, their collection of 13 amazing fragrances are handcrafted by fragrance experts at their home base in South Carolina, and they are to die for. Y'all, I have one burning recently, and I have been loving burning the Santel and Atlas Cedar scent. It's woodsy, calm, Calming, smells just like some of the bougiest fragrances on the market. I love it. They have so many other ones like oat milk and balls and berry, vanilla and pepperwood, and so many. I love them all. So be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandles.com healthy. Right now, Notes is giving listeners 15% off and free shipping when you buy a Notes starter kit using code HEALTHY. Just use code HEALTHY when placing an order that's code HEALTHY at notescandle.com slash healthy. What is up, happy and healthy season five? For today's episode, I wanna just get into kind of my thoughts on 2023, hopes for 2024. I'm gonna be also doing ins and outs of 2024. And I have also a huge announcement. Stay tuned to see what that is. And then to close out, I'm so excited because I'm going to be doing a new segment every single episode at the end of the episode called Reddit on Reddit. What is up, happy and healthy season five Oh oh my gosh. Welcome back you guys to the podcast. I am your host Janine Amopola Ward. I got married two months ago so now it is Ward. Welcome back to season five you guys. I have missed you. I have missed posting. It's been three weeks but it literally feels like eternity. It feels like the longest three weeks of my life but man I am so So happy to be back. Um, If you don't know who I am, my name is Janine. I post these every single Tuesday. And the goal of this podcast is to help you thrive mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. We talk about body image, dating, identity, purpose, uh, marriage, sex. We talk about all sorts of things on this podcast and I love this podcast. It is my favorite thing. I love connecting with you guys. I love the community that we've grown here. And like I said, we took a break, but we are back. So today is episode one of season five. And I cannot believe I've been doing this since 2020. We are now in season five, which is so crazy. And I'm so excited just to be back. I have missed you guys. And I know so many of you guys have just DM'd me being like, man, bring back the podcast. And We're back y'all. I'm so excited. Um, And so I am very excited to chat with you guys about what today's episode is going to be like and also what season five is going to be like. And so we are bringing on some exciting guests and I definitely think the format going forward will be a little bit more different. So I think we'll have two solo episodes a month, one with Caleb and then one guest a month. And then those also might alternate. So I might do two episodes with Caleb, one solo, and then also one guest episode a month. So could be a subject to change, but as of right now, that is kind of what we want to do, and I feel good about that. And so I just want to say thank you guys so much for making season four one of our most successful seasons yet. Um, man, I had a goal for this podcast and a dream, and we exceeded that. And so could not be where I am today without you guys. Thank you for your support for sharing the podcast, donating um all the things. And so this year's going to be, So good. I am so, so excited. I'm hopeful. So we'll get into that. But for today's episode, I want to just get into kind of my thoughts on 2023 hopes for 2024. I'm going to be also doing ins and outs of 2024. And I have also a huge announcement Stay tuned to see what that is. And then to close out, I am so excited because I'm going to be doing a new segment every single episode at the end of the episode called Reddit on Reddit, which essentially means we're going to be reading at the end of every episode a segment from Reddit, which Reddit is like an app and a website where people anonymously submit the craziest things on there. So you will read the craziest confessions and stories. And I think it's just really fascinating to see some things that people go through and post. So we're going to be reacting to that. Sometimes I'll do that by myself. Sometimes I'll do it with Caleb. So in today's episode, I'm going to bring my husband Caleb on at the end and we're going to react to a juicy story. I cannot wait. So I am so excited for season five. I think it's just going to be Juicier, more authentic, more real, a little more unfiltered, and still all with the hopes just to better you and bless you guys. So I'm so excited to be back. I hope you guys are excited. I'm back, and let's just get into today's episode. Let's go, y'all. Season five.
1: And this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, guys, it's 2024. Um, you know, this is Happy and Healthy Podcast. This the show is about making you. Uh, or at least trying to help you guys uh, have a better life and be more successful and just be he- healthier and happier. Um, I think therapy is a, is a big thing uh, that can help you find your strength so you can ditch those extreme uh, resolutions that you rarely stick to. Um, we have talked about in the podcast before, maybe it's starting in 2024 uh, by finally organizing that one part of your space in your room uh, or you want to tackle a, a big goal that you have in 2024. Uh, better help is, uh, I think uh, a good tool to use. Uh, you get linked up with a therapist and, uh, yeah, they'll help you kind of fine tune and figure out some of the things that you might be missing. Some of those blind spots, um, personal experience. I've, I've benefited from therapy, but you know, Janine and I, before we got married, uh, we had to, we did some premarital and it really shows it's like looking into a mirror and having someone who's not biased is huge and better help. Um, it's also convenient. Uh, you just go online uh, and it's a pretty simple process. Uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give uh, BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, de- designated uh, to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash happyhealthy today to get 10% off your first month. That's com slash happy healthy
0: okay oh my gosh let's talk really fast about 2023 and hopes for 2024 so 2023 as you guys might know was probably one of the craziest years of my life um i just got married two months ago and i feel like i'm still even settling into like married life um we got married in a pretty crazy season. We got married right before the holidays. And so after we got married, we went on our honeymoon, came back, went immediately to both of our family's Thanksgivings. And then we went to Alaska for Christmas. We came home for a little bit and then we went to New York and then we went to Oklahoma. So it literally feels like we've just been nonstop going for the last, I don't even know, honestly, seven months because we planned the wedding in six months, which was so crazy. That deserves a round of applause. <laughs> Thank you, because that was that was crazy. Planning a wedding in six months was crazy. I actually would love to do a wedding series on like my TikTok or Instagram because we just got our wedding photos officially back. And oh, my gosh, they're stunning. I'm like I'm so obsessed with them. Our photographer, Jenna Marie, thank you to her. She crushed it. So I plan on posting more photos and we are going to be getting our full wedding video back I think next week and so we want to do a um a reaction video on the on my YouTube channel of us watching our wedding video I think it's going to be so amazing and so make sure you guys stay tuned for that and check that out um so I definitely want to do just kind of like a wedding more of a situation because I looked back and I was like I feel like I really didn't post my thoughts or anything more like that I don't know I get in my head a lot and I need to like, this is actually something I'm gonna talk about in my ins and outs of 2024. The overthinking and being in your head too much. I get in my head so much where I feel like I'm either posting too much or annoying people or they're not gonna care or that, I don't know. It's like, I thought people were like, would be done with the wedding content. So I was like, I'm just not gonna post anymore. But like, I still had so much I wanted to share and talk about and I kind of regret not doing more at that time. And so I still am like two months, you know, being married. I'm like, okay, we're gonna go back we're still going to do it. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like I'm finally settling into being a wife and man, I, I, this last couple of months, they've just been crazy because on top of planning a wedding, I was preparing for this massive launch and you might already know what it is. If you follow me on Instagram, I'll be announcing that here very soon. That took some time and I'll get into that in a second. And so figuring that, and then also the holidays and then taking a break off the podcast. And we also just hired somebody. It's been so exciting, but also just so much work and In the last three weeks since we've been off the podcast, it's literally just been like planning, organizing, decluttering, getting on a routine, a structure, and it's been so good for my marriage and so good for me and Caleb. We have like a good routine and rhythm now, and man, I just highly recommend everyone to do that in the year of just refiguring out your schedule, your goals, your dreams, praying over the things that you want this year, write them down, believe that God's going to show up. Don't sell yourself short. um, And don't sell God short. Honestly, don't sell God short in your dreams and visions. And so we spent most of this year so far already creating a routine. So I started off the year on January 1st doing the happy and healthy challenge. If you are not following my Instagram, you should definitely because I do a lot of Bible challenges and challenges on there in general for this month's challenge for the month of January, we were doing a week off social media. So I just got back on social media. I took a week off and we're also doing no sweets, which thankfully I've done really, really well. I'm not going to lie y'all. I ate a marshmallow. I'm not going to lie to you. I ate a marshmallow. I just couldn't do it, but Thankfully, I don't crave sweets nearly as much as I thought it was going to. Energy drinks, as you guys know, I before was very addicted. I'd have at least one every single day around three o'clock. So we're cutting out energy drinks. If you are, if alcohol is like a really big struggle for you, I recommend a dry January. We've only had two drinks this month, but pretty much not have, have not drank at all. So I've only had two this month. Also working out minimum 30 minutes every day. So whether that's a walk or pickleball or just doing something active every day, weight training, a class, and then read the Bible every day and then journal every day. So thankfully I've been doing really, really well. I've actually been kind of swapping journaling before bed with reading before bed. So I'm still journaling in the morning with my quiet time, but I like to read before bed now. And I've been reading the ruthless elimination of hurry by John Mark Comer. Amazing book. I mean, what an amazing way to kick off the year. Highly recommend this book. So I've been doing really, really well this year. I've been really proud of myself. I feel healthier. I've been sleeping better. My routine is better. I've been drinking AG1 every morning. That's made me feel so freaking good. Um, And we're just in a good routine. So I feel like I kicked off 2021, sorry, 2021, 2024 on a very high note. And I'm very excited. I'm believing the best for this year. My word for this year is radical because i prayed about this i was praying literally one day with caleb over this year and as i was praying i just said god i'm believing for radical things and it just sucked to me and i was like that's my word i'm gonna have my word be radical because i believe that with god all things are possible and with man some things are impossible But with god all things are possible and so i wrote down some big things and i think we should too but big things that i can point to one day saying god only you. Thank you, God. Like I believe that God is going to show up. And so, um, I'm excited. So I'm believing for big things. Um, we have some goals written down and I just want to be an overall refined Christian. And that's scary when you say that I want to be a refined Christian because the Lord will refine you if you ask him. And I just want to look more like him. I want to be more serving and more giving and more others focused. And I want some certain business things to just succeed and thrive of launches. I have coming up and ideas. I mean, I have some very big dreams For This podcast like I want to possibly do a live show one day and I want to create more merch for you guys I want to find more ways to create a community and to connect with you guys and do classes together with you guys so I'm working on that this year and I just have some big dreams and goals that I would love to do this year. So I'm going to work hard, put my head down and get to work. And hopefully that I always am growing and looking more like Jesus and pushing you guys to look more like Jesus. That's the goal It's to help others look like Jesus, to help others better their lives. And I know things will be difficult, but I believe that man, life is so much more than we allow ourselves to have. And so I'm like, let's not sell ourselves short. So I'm just excited for this year. And last year was just so fun. It was so amazing, but things got chaotic with planning the wedding and being in this, this absolute crazy season, my house became an absolute wreck. And so over the break of my social media break, I decluttered so, so much. And I'm planning on still revising our rooms. We um, are hoping to get a king size bed because right now the queen size bed is just not working. Almost every night we are like bumping into each other. And I get, I'm honestly the worst. I'll admit it. The worst. If I get woken up or if someone like disrupts my sleep, I act like a little demon, like I'm the worst. And I think a king size bed would actually help that. So, we're about to order one and order Caleb some stuff for his office because right now, our room situation is just no bueno. Like, this room is the podcast slash guest room. This couch I'm sitting on is actually a pullout bed, um, which is really, really cool. So, I can use this as a multi purpose room um and then my office i want to create that into a better more a better room where i can film and work in there more and i want caleb to have some space as well so we're still trying to revise the rooms and make it a more um i don't know multi-purpose type of situation anyway i've been rambling but i'm just excited for this year and i have some big dreams and goals and i'm still learning how to be a wife and it's been so fun marriage has been so fun but not gonna lie it's still been difficult with learning other things like don't let any i want to i want to make a whole series on engagement and weddings because I feel like not a lot of people prepared me well and I want to kind of give more unfiltered truth to you guys about that because no one ever wants their relationship to seem bad and I'm not saying that people's relationships are bad but sometimes there's things that are hard and you want to wait to share it until you've conquered it but I want to help people that might be potentially going through the things that we went through in engagement in marriage the first month or two of marriage because there's a lot of learning curves and so I want to provide some insight into that eventually. So anyway, I'm super excited. That is 2023-2024. Um man, I did and it's actually really cool. I accomplished a lot of my goals last year. I wrote down I think a couple things and thankfully I accomplished I think like every single one besides like two. So let me see what those were, but and I don't want to share all of them because a lot of those are very like personal for me. Like goals are personal because you never want to like Put it out there and then it doesn't happen and then you kind of look embarrassed where you're like, oh, like I didn't hit it or people think I'm stupid or whatever. So I'm very cautious on sharing my goals because I don't want to say it and then it not happen and then you look dumb. But some of the goals I had for last year was gain more discernment, wisdom and intimacy with the Lord um, keep mentoring Emery. So she's this girl I mentor, grow my platforms, travel to new countries, get married, live in higher calling and conviction, make family a priority, join a church and serve. And I did all of those but two. One of them I can't say. Actually, another one I probably won't say either, but I did all those but two. So I'm very proud of myself. Yay. I want to move on to the next segment of today's episode. I want to share a very special announcement, something that I have been working on for a very long time. Maybe you already know, but I want to get into it, you guys. Huge announcement. I cannot believe I am finally announcing this. Y'all, this has been a huge project that I have worked on for over a year and a half. I'm still working on it, but it's finally time to announce it, and I just can't believe it's here. All right, here we go. One, two, three. I wrote a book. Ah! Can you guys believe it? Okay. Some of y'all are sneaky and you already knew you found this on Amazon. Some of y'all found it on target. Um, But if you're watching the YouTube video or Spotify, which you guys, you know, should be doing, I wrote a book and it is called becoming happy and healthy real life advice on friendship, dating, career, and everything else you care about by Janine Amapola. I just got this um, sample book in the mail yesterday. This isn't the final, final one, but I have it. It's a sample book. It still has the whole book in here, but oh my gosh, I'm holding it. And I cannot believe it's real. It is here. One of my goals in 2018, I wrote this down forever ago. Some of my goals were to start a podcast, buy a house, um, write a book. I think I had something else on there, but those came true. And I've always wanted to write a book. I just never knew when or why or how um but it was always on my heart to write and I knew since I was a young girl that I love to write and I was a communications major at my college and so speaking and writing has always been like my thing and it's so crazy looking at this book and seeing it and my face is on the cover and I'm like oh my gosh so I started writing this book back in May of 2022 or that maybe it's when I signed the contract it was around that time and um I just knew that I had a story to share. And in this book, it has honestly like my heart and soul some stories that I've never shared before, things that I've been through, some very dark secrets, things that I struggled with and I found freedom from. And the whole point of this book, again, is to help you guys succeed. And so I'm going to read the back to you guys really fast. I want to talk a little bit more about that. But I just cannot believe I'm finally announcing this because every time on the podcast or on Instagram when I would be like, yeah, I'm working or I'm working on a project I can't announce yet or like the things like the busy work that I couldn't talk about was always this creating the website which you guys can check out it's janineamapola.com all the book stuff is on there there's some pre-order stuff on there um and i'd love to connect with you guys so enter your email on there and i'll be sending you guys some more freebies and downloads and devotionals coming forward soon um but i just couldn't talk about it and now today i can finally announce it and it feels like just so exciting. And I hope you guys are just as excited as I am. And it was so funny when I went to New York, I did this meet and greet and it was so fun meeting you guys. I met a couple girls from my bi tribe and they all became friends and which is so fun. You guys need to join the Geneva chat or the bi tribe Facebook page where you guys can make friends. And these girls were like, we really feel like you should write a book. And I was like, oh, haha. I was like, I actually really did. And it's here. And so I want to read the back to you guys. It says, authentic practical advice for the biggest struggles you face there's never been a more complex and confusing time to navigate adulthood than right now but what if it didn't have to be for you it's possible to live the happy and healthy life that god has for you and this step-by-step guide helps you get there in her debut book christian youtuber podcaster and bible teacher janina mopola shows you how Janine shares stories she's never shared before about her journey to find freedom from her secret struggles, poor choices, and toxic relationships. Tackling everything from dating and friendship to body image, faith, and career choices, Janine offers authentic biblical advice to help you make wise decisions to set you up for success in every area of life, learn better habits to become more disciplined and healthier, break free from your struggles and hangups, challenge yourself mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually to become all that God has called you to be. Living happy and healthy isn't complicated. You too can overcome any challenge you face and live the full, fruitful, and free life you were created for. (gasps) Ah, It's so surreal. And guys, guess what? My best friend, Madison Pruitt Trout, wrote the foreword. It is so sweet. I just, it's so weird seeing this in my hand. Honestly, I wrote this book because I've been through so much in my life and so many different stories that I have yet to share. And you'll read a lot of them in this book of a lot of self-doubt and hating myself and insecurities and really poor choices and relationships that just tore me apart. College stories, toxic relationships. I mean, so many things that I haven't fully talked about and I wasn't ready to talk about until this book. And so this book is going to help you with any area of your life. It doesn't just cover one topic. The reason why I wanted to write this is because I get so many DMs on a daily basis from y'all with questions on how do I find my purpose? How do I date? How do I read my Bible? Where do I start in my Bible? How do I journal? How do I hear the voice of God? How do I know God's speaking to me? How do I be wise? How do I travel? How do I travel on a Like This book has literally everything from career to contentment and singleness on friendships to confidence to daily habits, how to take care of your body from the inside and out, how to live set apart, how to be okay being different how to um, find true satisfaction in life, how to find your purpose. I mean, y'all, it has everything in there for you. It is supposed to be a practical, authentic, biblical guide for you guys to go back to over and over and over when you're struggling, when you're like, I don't know what to do. Where do I find a simple guide that gives me the answers I've been looking for? It's right here. And so there are 14 chapters in this book for you guys. And I promise you, there's something in here for you. And I pray that you guys read this book together with your friends. You journal because at the end of every chapter, there's journal prompt questions that I'd love for you guys to answer and be honest with yourself. And essentially, the main reason why I wrote this book is because when I was in my younger 20s, I'm 29 now, when I was in my younger 20s, I needed this book. I didn't have a book like this to read. When I was younger, I needed this book. So I wrote the book that I needed when I was younger. And I believe that one of you or many of you out there might need this very, very book. And so this is going to hopefully bless you guys in all aspects of life. There's so much in here. And like I said, it's very practical. It's takeaways you guys can implement in your day-to-day life. And I really believe this is going to bless you guys. It comes out March 26th, which is five days after my 30th birthday, which is so crazy. Um, so it's a big week of celebration. And so you guys can go to janineemapola.com pre-order the book. You can also find it on uh, Barnes and Nobles, Target, Amazon, Pre-orders help me out a lot, you guys. So if you could do me a huge favor, if you're excited about this book, if you want to get it, please go ahead and pre-order it. That will boost the book up a little bit so more people can see this. And truly, my my overall goal, when I originally talked to my publishers at Bethany House, first of all, that team is amazing. I want to shout them out. They asked me, what was your goal of this book? And I said, look, I don't need this book to necessarily go viral. I need this book to bless people. The goal of this book was to set people free through my story. And so that is what I want. I want this book to bless you, set you free. I want someone to leave this book being like, wow, I know my next step. I know my identity in Christ. I know I'm supposed to do. I know I'm selling myself short. And here's how I'm going to better myself through God's word. Y'all, I'm telling you, when you follow God, your life will change. And I found that by following God, my life changed changed. And this book is going to show you how to do that. So I am so excited to just officially announce this book and have it out in the world. I worked so hard on this and I just pray it blesses you. I'll be doing more posts on my Instagram and more podcasts and stuff of this book and stuff. And so I just hope you guys are excited. I hope the reaction is excited. I hope you guys are just going to pick it up and are as excited as I am. And I really believe this is going to bless you guys. So let me know your thoughts in the comment when I announce it. I would Love you guys. Just to tag me when you get it or if you order it. We're gonna be doing giveaways and everything and working on some, you know, possible meet and greets and book signings and stuff. So please just follow my Instagram. I'll have a ton of updates on there for you guys. But thank you guys for being a part of this journey. Truly, I couldn't have done this without you guys. You guys believed in me. You guys followed along, and you've seen my transformation. So many of you guys have followed me for the last 10, 12 years, and you've seen me go from addicted and apathetic and not living my best life and by any means, and I was just living a very dark, secretive life, and I now feel like I live in the light. I walk for the Lord, and I'm trying to bless people every day, mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally, and that is the goal of this book. So check it out, you guys. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble's, Target. It's called Becoming Happy and Healthy, Real Life Advice on Friendship, Dating, Career, and Everything Else You Care About. <gasps> I can't believe it's out thank you guys for being a part of the journey and that's my announcement I can't believe it it's here you guys yay okay well that was my announcement I'm sorry I teased it for so long I bet you guys were like oh my gosh just finally say it already Um, what's well, finally here and to be honest you guys there was a lot of like I don't know people don't really share with you the imposter syndrome or even the self-doubt that comes along or the spiritual warfare when you're writing a book especially a Christian book um of just you know feeling like okay am I qualified to write a book or is anyone going to read it like there's so many emotions that come and no one really prepared me like how tough writing a book is like it's not like you just write the book and then it's done. Like you have to do so, so much. There's so many revisions, websites, like there's so much stuff to do behind the scenes. And thankfully I did watch Maddie go through it a lot when she lived with me. But now that I'm going through it, I'm like, whoa, like this is a whole process and it's all worth it though. Cause like, I love it. I'm so excited to be promoting this and also just sharing it with you guys. And so again, if you pre order, just send me a screenshot, I'm, I'm so excited. I'd love to see whoever gets it. Um, and no more doubting ourselves, y'all. Like if you have a dream, do it. I'm telling you, like I've had a dream for so long to write a book and many other things like do it. Stop letting people hold you back or fear or doubt or insecurities. Like maybe the time isn't right right now. Like for me, writing a book was not feasible or smart in 2018. I was still going through the tests. Like I was still not where I am today. Like I still needed a lot of revision and refinement in my life. And now I feel like I can actually like practice what I preach and live out that book. But at that time in 2018, when I initially wrote, I want to write a book, I I don't think anyone should have read my book at that time. But you'll hear the stories from 2018 in that book.
1: Big thanks to uh, HelloFresh for sponsoring this podcast. It's always fun to work with brands uh, that, you know, you use and just you think are so beautifully uh, well done. And HelloFresh is one of them. Uh, Time is money, guys. Listen, I've said it before on this podcast. If you don't look at your time as money, I don't know what you're doing. That's why we use HelloFresh. It's easy. It's simple. Um, you know, you can get these tasty meals that take up to 15 minutes uh, delivered right to your doorstep. Uh, it's the time of year everyone's looking to revamp their eating habits. So look to HelloFresh for wholesome health forward options like their, even their over 30 calorie smart protein uh, smart recipes each week. Uh, I count my all my protein and my caloric intake so this is perfect for me, uh, getting in that 150 grams of protein a day. Um, personal experience, guys. Uh, HelloFresh, you know, for me, it's big as a man. When I started dating Janine, I didn't know how to cook, uh, so that's why ordering HelloFresh was—it's perfect because you know you, you can get all the ingredients, you can seem like you know what you're doing, um, and it's all—it just tastes good. With that being said, go to hellofresh.com/happyhealthyfree and use code Happy Healthy Free. A free breakfast for life, one breakfast item in per box while subscription is active. That's a free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash happy healthy free with code happy healthy free. Thank you again or uh, hello HelloFresh for sponsoring this podcast now. And this podcast is sponsored by Thrive Market. Guys, we're big Thrive Market people because at the end of the day, time is money being healthy to us in 2024 is so essential to our well-being. I'm running a marathon. Janine is launching a book, which is so crazy. Uh, So we have meetings after meetings, and time is money. So that's why we use Thrive Market. It's our go-to for all of our grocery and household essentials. And getting everything online then quickly shipped to our doorstep is just such a huge time saver. And as a Thrive Market member, we save money on every single grocery order. On average, we save over 30% each time. They even have my favorite freaking protein bars, uh, New Go Chocolate Pretzel. I eat them before every single workout, save over 30% each order. So when you join Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com. Slash healthy for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T H R I V E market.com slash healthy, thrive market.com slash healthy. Back to the show.
0: The next thing that I want to do is I want to go over our ins and outs of 2024. And this became kind of like a trend on TikTok. And I love seeing everyone's actually like, I really do. Um, but I have my own. And again, these are just my ins and outs. So if you guys don't agree, that's okay. Maybe everyone has their own ins and outs of 2024, but these are mine and I'm going to get into them. Okay. So let's start off with the, with the ins. in is being picky on your yes. Now, the reason why I say this is because last year I was not picky enough. I said yes to anything, everyone, every trip, everything. And it really caused me to squander my time. And I ended up hanging out with a lot of people that I don't hang out with anymore. And I was just like, I feel like I could have used that time to invest into more people that I really, really care about or that I see been in my life long term. And other friendships were being neglected. And I went on every single trip I was invited on. And I just think let's be more picky on our yes, because you only get 24 hours in your day. You only get seven days a week. So how are you going to use that time wisely? So I just think really having some questions to ask yourself, like, okay, why am I going? Is there a secret intention behind why am I going? Um, is this going to be you know, beneficial for me? Like just trying to process a little bit more of like why you want to go. And I'm not saying be stingy or like whatever, like, Oh, I'm only going to say yes to certain things. But I do think it's so important to just choose how you spend your time wisely because otherwise you'll get to the end of the year and you're like, what did I just do? So choose those yeses that are like a frick Yes. Like a heck. Yes. Choose those wisely and I think you'll look back at your year and be like, man, I did some really cool things and I'm proud of myself. Next is natural hair <laughs> and if you guys can tell from the YouTube video um, in this season, I did change my hair. I went back dark and I love it. I feel much more like me and I feel just, I don't know, I just feel like more refreshed and I feel like colored hair, I'm still whatever, like it's cool. I colored my hair for the wedding but I feel like natural ha- hair is just in, like I think natural just in general is just in. And so I really like having my natural hair and I want to still have all to have healthy hair. The more we dye our hair, the more fried it is. And I know that's how my hair was. It was getting fried. Like it was so bad that when I would brush my hair and I would try to get to the end, it would get so stuck. And that's when I knew I was like, okay, shot going to go. So I just chopped it off. I cut off probably like two inches and dyed my hair back dark. So I think this is the year where we just embrace the naturalness. Okay. I think number three is still Pilates. I just, I love Pilates. One thing that I want to be in, and I think I talked about this later, is just pushing ourselves. Like, let's not only go to like the same comfort, the same things, like let's find a way where we can push ourselves. So I still love Pilates, but I also have a goal, which now that I'm saying it on a podcast means I have to do it. I want to run a half marathon and I wanted to find I want us to find ways to push ourselves more this year to not only go to what's comfortable, because I think for a lot of people, Pilates can be comfortable and I'm still all about it. I love Pilates. I'm a Pilates girl. I do it one to two times a week, but like let's find some ways to push ourselves physically this year. Try a class you never tried before. Do something you never done before. Maybe that's uh, I don't know rock climbing, boulding. I don't know. Just, yeah, we'll talk about that later, but I think Pilates is still in. I still like it and I'm all about it. Number four is wide leggings, wide leg leggings. Now I know this is kind of random, but I think they're just so flattering. I think they're so cute. I'm actually really glad they came back because I feel like when they first came back, I was like, ew, why? Like, that's what I use as a seventh grader. Like I was 12 when I use wide leg leggings and the more I've like gotten them and I've styled them and I see other girls on TikTok wearing them. I'm like, no, these are cute. Don't even try to debate me. I think they're really cute. And I think they're very flattering on everybody. I love mine from Fabletics. I just got a pair from Aritzia. They're really, really cute. So let's keep making this a thing. Next is fashion pass or anything where you rent clothing. This was something I was thinking about earlier with Caleb is like, I don't like, I told Caleb this. I get so mad at myself if I buy something, I use it once and I never use it again. I genuinely get so mad at myself because I feel like I was wasteful. I didn't need to buy it. I used it once. It was not beneficial for the environment. I get mad at myself. This past year, I embraced more uh, clothing rentals. I've used this a ton. I use Fashion Pass for my honeymoon, for my bachelorette stuff, um, all my engagement photo shoots. Like, there's nothing wrong with a clothing rental. So, I do have a Fashion Pass. I think code for you. I think it's called Janine twenty. Let me double check. I'm I don't actually get paid or anything. They give me stuff, thankfully gifted. But um, that way, if you guys want to try it out. I think it would be awesome. There's like some different packages you guys can do. But just in general, renting clothing versus just always buying clothing for one event and never using it again is just so wasteful to me. And I was just over it. Like I was just like, man, I, I'm i sick of like buying something, using it once and never using it again. And I just think overall Fashion Pass and all this is just going to be so beneficial. Like if you have a trip where you're like, I really want to fit the vibe of that country or the city, but you don't want to buy the clothing because you're probably like never going to use it again, fashion pass or newly or rent the runway, whatever. Like I just think embracing these is going to be so helpful for your closet, for your wallet. I mean, overall, like it's just, it's, it's nothing but beneficial. So I, like I said, I don't make money off of this y'all, but it says if you um, use my code, Janine one a, you get $50 off with your code. So try that out. So I think renting clothing is just better all around and just more environmentally friendly. And I'm going to do that. And I'm actually doing a really fun dinner with Fashion Pass this Thursday. I'm super excited. So I think that another thing is random hangouts with friends. Now, what I mean by this is I want to have the home where anyone could just show up and just come hang out. And in the last literal three weeks, Caleb and I have had people over every single Monday. It's like, we've kind of become this like Monday night hosting home where people just come over and it's like, Hey, we're watching sports. We're eating, come hang out. I want that to always be a thing. Like I want to always be like, Hey, just come over. Like you don't got to look pretty. You can wear your wide lead leggings. You can just come as you are. And I think like random hangouts where you just popping at your friend's house should become more of a thing. Now, obviously if your friend's gone, like don't just show up unannounced, but like, It needs to just be more casual of just like, hey, what are you doing? Nothing. Okay, great. I'm coming over. Dope. Like my dream would be that my family and my friends, we like lived in a cul-de-sac and we all just could come over to each other's houses at any point. Like communion, community. I just think that's so fun. So like random hangouts with friends where you just create margin of like, hey, Tuesday, you want to come over? Great. Don't, not everything has to be so perfectly planned and fancy dinners. Like I want to just be like, Come over in your most bummy outfit and just come hanging at my house. Like I want that this year. Okay, next one is refining your circle. And marriage will already just do this for you automatically, whether you like it or not. But it's actually been funny because since being married, I've noticed that my friend groups have changed and have become more refined, which is fine. I think that's super important. But I've noticed that marriage really shows you more of who your people are. Like when I was single, I would just hang out with all these different types of people and people would invite me here, invite me there and whatever. Since getting married, like you kind of notice and find out like who your real friends are. And so the people that have still invited me to hang out and stuck with me, I'm like, you're a real one. Like those are the people that just come over and like we hang out with single people all the time still to this day. Like all those people are coming over to our house tonight. I just think refining your circle is of who you share information with who you're venting to who you're letting in who you're sharing your big announcements with who is knowing your deepest darkest things um who you're spending your time with who's praying for you who's investing in you and vice versa is so important and so that's kind of what I'm doing is I don't want to people please I don't want to just stay friends with somebody out of guilt and like it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person if you're like refining them a little bit out of your life it just means that Maybe you're in a different season or you don't need to necessarily take them with you in the next. doesn't mean they're a bad person, but people are allowed to change and grow and move on. And there's not always necessarily a ill intention behind it. It's just simply like, hey, you may not be the most refreshing person for me. Or I feel like this season, our friendship was good for a season, but now moving forward, like I'm moving on a little bit more, you know. And again, like I said, as you get married, you hang out with more married people typically. And so I just think we've refined our circles and I think we've all kind of got to assess who are those five people I really want to pour into me and vice versa that I really want to invest into. We can't have 20 best friends. It's not possible. So pick your five and really invest into those. Okay. I think another thing in is using your Sundays for prepping for the week. Now I know Sunday reset is like a thing, but I'm still so big on this. It's like where you grocery shop, you clean, you write out your calendar, your schedule, you book your workouts, you do your laundry. Like I think this day is so crucial. I don't think, do not hang out with people. Do not be social on this day. Go to church. And get your life together and prep for the week. I think it is so important. So, I still think that's in using your Sundays to prep for your week. The next is try new things. Now, I think, as I said this earlier, I don't want us to be complacent people. I want us to be people that are continuing to grow and to sharpen ourselves. We're not idle, we're not stagnant. No, we're trying new things. So, I want you to think of one new thing that you want to try this year. Like I said, rock climbing, swimming, I don't know, tumbling, like, Whatever it may be, try it. For me, I'm going to try to do a half marathon, which to be honest is terrifying. I've never done one. The most I've ever ran in my life is five miles. And so it's a little nerve wracking, but I'm excited and I'm excited for the challenge. So let's do things that are challenging us and pushing us. So what is that thing for you? Let's try it and let's do it. Okay, those were some ins. I'd love to hear your ins down below as well. Uh, But here are some of my outs. And these are a lot of things I'm getting from TikTok.
1: Taking care of your health isn't always easy, but it should at least be simple. That's why for the last year, I've been drinking AG1 every day, no exceptions. It's just one scoop, mix it in the water once a day, every day, and it makes me feel nourished. Uh, That's because each serving of AG1 delivers my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre- and probiotics, and more. Powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. Uh, One of the reasons I personally trust AG1 uh, to support my body's health is I have a really, really bad gut, and I've been dealing with this problem for a long time. Uh, I would wake up every single morning with a sour stomach, and constipation was also a huge issue that I struggled with. Uh, And for the last year, I've been waking up and drinking AG1 every single morning on an empty stomach, and I can't tell you what it's done uh, for my system and for my gut. Uh, It's essential for your brain. A lot of people don't know that your gut is uh, so essential to your mental health as well. That's why I personally trust AG1. I wouldn't go without it every single morning. It is a must for me. Just thank you, AG1, for even sponsoring this podcast. It's so cool to work with uh, sponsors that you actually use their their product. And so I can uh, confirm how amazing they are. Uh, If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it is AG1. And that's why I partnered with them for so long. So if you want to take ownership of your health, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and a free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash healthy. That's drinkag1 slash healthy. Check it out.
0: Number one. Oof. This one just gets me. No one hate me for this, but I think everyone's going to agree with me. The vocal fry. I see this on TikTok all the time. It's when girls talk like this, or honestly, anybody. Um, everyone. This is my Sunday reset. Yeah. Um, so today we're gonna use um drunk elephant. That drives me bonkers. <laughs> and I know it drives other people bonkers, but I feel like there's become this monotone unison voice on TikTok that everyone's doing so that they can morph into one person because they might think that's what gets your videos to blow up or you to be famous or you to be the next it girl. I'm like, just use your regular voice. Like it's okay. And it's just, maybe that's how people actually talk. But I feel like after people move to LA, their their voices start to change where it's like, oh my gosh, girl. Yeah. Like I Maybe I'm being mean, but to me, that's a big out. I struggle with it. If I hear someone talk like that, it's really, really, really hard for me to want to listen to their video or their podcast. It's really hard for me. So I just feel like, let's just go back to our voices. Like, let's enunciate. Let's have inflections. Let's not fry our voices. Okay, next thing that's out is energy drinks. And I know I said this earlier. To me, this was really tough because don't get me wrong, I still love them. But when you think about how bad these are for you, I think once in a blue moon is fine. Like, that's okay. But to have one every day, multiple times a day, there's just no way that could be beneficial for you. Like, there's just no way. So, I think once in a blue moon, balance, whatever, drinking these every single day, I'm telling you, these are not good for you. They're not good for your hormones. They're not good for um, your skin, the sugar, the way your body processes these chemicals. They've got to go, okay? But don't sue me if you see me drink one. Sometimes I just need one, but I'm trying not to rely on these anymore. Number three, this one. Ooh, I have noticed this so many times and it's been driving me a little cuckoo and I just have to say something. I actually want to do an entire episode on this because of how much it's been bothering me, okay? Not asking questions in a conversation, the reason why this is just killing me is because it just absolutely kills any conversation that you have. The point of conversations are to know someone better, know someone deeper, have more um more rich conversations and I feel like there's so many people that you see them and you're like, "Hey," and they're just like, "Hi, how are you?" And then you're like, "Good, blah blah blah," and then the conversation just ends. It's not even like a Do you have any trips planned? How's your mom doing? What are your goals for this year? Hey, how was 2023 for you? Man, how did that one project go? Like, I just feel like so many people are having lackluster conversations. I'm having lackluster conversations because I'm the only one asking the questions. Now, maybe because I've done podcasting for so long, like I love to ask people questions I've had so many people, like after I finished the podcast with them, like when I bring on guests, they've been like, oh my gosh, you are such a good question asker. You're such a great host. I Please hear me. I'm not trying to brag, please. But I think there's an art that needs to be mastered of asking people questions. It makes people feel more known, more cared for, more seen. So being intentional, and I'm going to do an entire podcast on this where I can give you guys some starter questions for some things or ways to have better conversations. But I'm telling you, start thinking more. When you meet somebody or you see someone – be more intentional of asking someone a question. Hey, what's your week looking like? What do you have any goals for this year? You know, like think of some things that you can ask them that would make them feel more seen because our conversations just die. We don't know people. They're very shallow if we don't ask questions. And it really like bothers me with like, if I'm the only one asking questions and it never like, it's not that I want people to be like interested in me. It's just, it creates a better conversation. You know what I mean? So that's out. We're done not asking people questions. Let's ask questions. I'm going to take a little sip of my coffee. I need a little sip. Mm Mm-hmm. Yum. The next one on my list is fashion trends. Now, I know this is, like, kind of weird. I love fashion trends, but I just get, honestly, like, I've wanted to make a TikTok about this. I get so exhausted by fashion trends. I'm an influencer, and I'm supposed to, like, help you guys find products and links and all the things, but sometimes like I'm exhausted because I'm like, oh my gosh, to keep up, you'd have to spend so much money, so much time shopping, promoting these links, buying them. Po- like, I just feel like fashion trends, like they're fun and all. Like I'm all about, you know, the the straight leg like, jeans now. And I love the Uggs. And I love chunky knit scarves and all the things, whatever. Like I'm about them, but in reality it's expensive and it's exhausting. And so to me, I'm just like, buy the trend or don't, but don't feel like you have to cave in. Like you have to keep up. It's a never ending cycle. You're in a hamster wheel. If you're trying to constantly keep up and here's the problem is you will buy something. And then later, later it'll be out in six months. And you're like, Oh my gosh, I just wasted money. Buy what you like. Wear what you like. Obviously, if you like the trend, get it. But to me, I will only buy a trend if I know I'm going to continually wear it even after the trend ends, like in a year. Like straight leg jeans, I know I'm going to keep wearing these. Um, Those Adidas Sambas, love them. I'm going to keep wearing them. I just got these Gola shoes. I think they're so fire. I'm going to keep wearing these. So I think just being a little bit more thoughtful before we shop of like okay am I buying this because it's just a trend and I'm going to cave or do I genuinely like this but I just feel like fashion trends are just exhausting and they go so fast and one thing like one day someone's like oh this is in and the next day oh it's out never mind get rid of it we're not using it anymore and you're like I just got the shoes like you're exhausted by it and so this is just your sign do what you like wear what you like you don't have to cave you don't always have to shop be smart because not everyone can afford that like I don't even want to be spending my money on that consistently. I just don't think it's wise. And so there's certain trends that I love that I'm like, okay, I'm going to give into that one. But not all of them. Like, I know, like, Red and Cheetah is coming in and this whole mob. wife. Okay, that's actually my next thing is the aesthetics. Mob wife trend is coming in and clean girl is out, apparently. And I'm just like, who determines these trends? Like, it kind of feels like almost like there's like this mean girl mentality where, like, some girls are like, you know what? Clean girl is out out mob girl is in and it's like if you don't do that then you're seen as like a loser who didn't like maintain the trend or you didn't keep up or like you're not cool enough to maintain it it's like frick that like get rid of that you know what i mean like where would you want to wear and some people can't always afford to keep up with the trends and so just let's just remove those pressures and all these things off of us because i feel like again it's just exhausting trying to constantly keep up with an aesthetic and a trend and have to do this and i have to do that like I still like the clean girl thing. I think it's still cute. I'm still about it. And so don't let society or these girls on TikTok like bully you or tell you what you have to do and not to do. Obviously take inspiration where you want, if you want to do it, great, but just don't kill yourself and don't like, like sell your soul trying to keep up to these trends. Like it's just exhausting in my opinion. Okay. The next one for me, which I know this might sound hypocritical, but I still personally feel like skinny jeans are a little bit out. I'm only going to probably wear these with like riding boots. I think there's a better way to do it of doing like a shorter, more narrow straight leg pant, but like absolute skinny jeans. I feel like it just makes you look so like disproportionate. Now, I know this sounds hypocritical because you're like, you just said wear the skinny jeans if you want. But on me personally, my body, I'm not convinced quite yet that it looks better on me. Maybe I'll see you know them come back and I'm like, okay, you know what I can pull mine back out. I'm not getting rid of mine. Don't get me wrong. they're still sitting in my closet because I feel like they're gonna come back. But to me, skinny jeans, they just don't look proportionally correct. So to me they're still a little bit out. I'm still all about straight leg jeans. I think they're fun, flattering on everybody and I think you can wear them with so many different things. But again, I'm not trying to be like hypocritical, which I know it sounds hypocritical, but I'm just saying I personally don't think they look good on me. Still up next is rude comments. Okay, this should always be out. TikTok is ruthless, absolutely savage. People on there do not hold back. They do not give a frick. They do not care. They do not like you. TikTok world is psycho. I just can't imagine commenting mean things on people's posts. Like the amount of anonymous, like user 65234, commenting on my posts and other people's is crazy. I get it. You got an opinion. You want to share it. But say it with your chest. Like, you know what I mean? Like, don't be user six, five, two, three, three, five, five, five. Like say it with your chest if you're going to say it at all. But also like, I just don't, I don't like that. I don't enjoy it. I don't see why people care so much or have to be so mean. Like the other day, someone said to me like, oh man, you were so desperate to get married. And I was like, no, I really, really wasn't. I really wasn't. I promise you. I know people might've thought that like that because that's why I got married so fast. No, like there's so many reasons why we did the timeline, all the things we wanted to before. You guys get the point. I don't have to explain myself, but. People like say that. And it's like, again, user 6522222. I wasn't desperate to get married. I promise you. I was actually very, very, very content being single when I met Caleb, but the Lord's timing is just better than mine. Okay. Next. And that just isn't tandem with this one. Caring too much. We've got to be done. I feel like, 2023, I cared way too much. I second-guessed everything I posted. I was nervous. I was like, what will they think? We've got to stop caring too much, and this goes in every regard. Post the dang TikTok, make the podcast, do whatever, quit the job, try, Like, stop caring too much about what people think. It's got to go. It's holding you back from your purpose and your calling and what you want to do and from a f- fruitful life that you want to create a full fruitful life that God has for you by caring what people think too much. By living for the approvals of others, you are denying the ultimate approval, which is God's. So this is another episode of people pleasing, but like, I'm just tired of like wondering and worrying, like, what are they going to think? What are they going to say? Like, whoa, da da. like? Just do it. Stop caring what people think too much. That was my last one. Get out. Let's get out of our heads. Let's stop overthinking and let's not cave To people's opinions and prevent us from walking in our full, fruitful life. Okay. Those are my ins and outs of this year. Honestly, I kind of want to do one another like six months and be like, okay, let's see. Because I feel like I missed some good ones. Like, I really feel like I did. I'm curious, what are y'all's ins and outs? I have more, but I think those are my basic ones for now. Those are the ones I could think of at the top of my head today. We are now going to close out on today's episode with Reddit on Reddit. I wish I had like a sparkle sound effect or something for that home. Oh, do I have anything? That is going to be the next segment. I'm going to bring on my husband, Caleb, for that. where we're going to be reading an article from, is it an article? A thread from Reddit of someone's juicy tea. And these are stories that I wouldn't have gotten otherwise. So I was like, this is fun. I don't know if other people would do this. Like, I know there's one girl who her entire podcast is based upon this. Her's is called Hot Takes. But I want this just to be a little segment. I think it's so fun. And I hope you guys enjoy this. So let's just get right into it. Let's bring on Caleb, my husband. All right. We have brought Caleb back on the podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to season five, babe.
1: Thank you. It's I can't be believe back. we made it. Honestly, I can't believe we made it either. Yeah. Yeah. We're married season five. I know it's going to be the best. uh, It's going to be a good year.
0: I think it's going to be an incredible year and an incredible season. So I decided to bring Caleb on for this next segment because I just think this is so much more fun when you have like someone to chat with us about. Mm -hmm. So as I mentioned to you guys in the beginning, um, I want to start doing a new segment called Reddit on Reddit, which I thought of that name. I literally was like for hours. I was like, what should I call this segment? It's basically where we're going to read something. It's about a relationship or even just like a situation scenario. We're going to read it and react to it and give you guys our thoughts.
1: Also, if you are going through something that this Reddit story, you know, it could be, we're going to give advice to it too, what we think yeah, they should do.
0: Yeah, just some fun reactions. Okay, let's get into it. What's the first one of season five? So
1: the first Reddit on Reddit, the prompt is, I, 22-year-old female, mistakenly accused my boyfriend, 22-year-old male, of cheating on me. Oh, no. He says he wants to break up with me now. And here is the story.
0: <gasps>
1: I have been in a relationship with my boyfriend for two years. Never have had any real problems until now. He moved to a new job about four months ago and is being mentored into the job by a senior female employee.
0: Oh, That's
1: tough. sus. She calls him after work hours to make sure that their work is on schedule and to inform him that a various responsibility of the next day. I have been okay with all of this until one day she called him around bedtime and asked him if he could pick her up in the morning because of some problems with her car. Oh, that's a red flag. I
0: don't like that.
1: I found this unnecessary and told him not to do it. He said it was okay for one day and did pick her up in the morning. What a horrible dude. I argued with him in the <laughs> evening and told him that I find her calling him outside of work to be uncomfortable. He rejected that and said she only does it for things about work. And as mm. she mentors him, he cannot just ask for her to not call anymore. This has been going on for some time, but the breaking point came yesterday. I'm oh, missing no. the part where she this uh, un- mis- yeah, yeah, seems like- to be trending towards the right thing, you know? Right. So, one of uh, my friends called me yesterday at noon and told me that she saw my boyfriend eating lunch in a restaurant with another woman. She described the woman I was sure that 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 was the mentor. In my mind, I was almost sure that it was nothing, but still, when he came home, I exploded and screamed at him and accused him of cheating on me with her. (gasps) Fair enough. Yeah. I shouted at him for 30 minutes. When I calmed down, he looked livid and showed me a photo on his phone. It was a selfie of him and several of his colleagues Having lunch, and it was just that he and the mentor took a smaller single table table by the single side of the extended one. I apologized a lot. He said that he doesn't feel comfortable that I'm getting insecure over him working with another woman. Today, this morning, he told me that he needed some space and went to his friend's house. He is not taking my phone calls anymore, and I want to go to his friend's house to talk to him. How can I convince him that I went overboard with my reaction?" man i got so much i have, I have so many thoughts
0: thoughts uh
1: you wants to go first
0: i'll just give my initial ones okay okay in my opinion i feel like the women's the women's tuition intuition is typically right yeah and i just think especially like as boundaries like or christians like you never want the quote-unquote appearance of sin so like i would never want to like be sitting one-on-one with another dude i didn't tell caleb whatever, and someone else sends a photo to him. Like, you want to just stray away from even the line of, like, ever making your partner think that.
1: Also, so if there was somebody in my life that you were like, hey, babe, you know, this person seems to be contacting you a lot um, or your your friendship with this person uh, makes me feel um, uncomfortable. uncomfortable. I would be like, oh, I would literally, like, disassociate myself in, in, in some regard. I would be like... Oh, that person makes you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Now, you don't want that to be... a co- Like, if I'm just having a conversation with somebody and it's like, you know, one of your friends or... Yeah. A, there, there's a boundary and a line to like... Yeah, don't, don't be crazy. Don't, don't be crazy. You also trust me. Yeah. But if there was something that, like this, that you were like, hey, I think this is uncomfortable, You would I would be like, oh, you're so right. Or even if I didn't think you were right, out of just respect and love, you know what that shows me? He... He didn't really care. Yeah. And this was his, an excuse to get out. And I still think he was probably, maybe not cheating, but boundaries yeah. are crossing.
0: I bet there's some, there's probably some little flirting things there. The fact that she- Does she ad- not know Uber exists? I was just about to say Uber. that. Uber! Just about to say that. I feel like that's so uncomfortable for her to know he's in a relationship. Even if he weren't in a relationship, unless like you're really trying to like just get more one-on-one time, like Uber Uber. uber uber exists so i feel like there's something a little sus about that on her end
1: also this girl sucks that the the mentor yeah because i'm like if roles were reversed and the man was the mentor and mm. the woman was the mentee it would be seen in this regard of like he's using his power
0: or he's like predatory or yeah something. it's yeah. funny how
1: when it's like reversed and like the woman is the mentor and the man is the mentee we don't view it in the same lens. Yeah. And that's that's kind of a double standard, but I think it's weird that she's the mentor mm-hmm. and he's the mentee and she's taking advantage of essentially and overstepping boundaries within a work relationship, you know. I
0: think yeah, there's there's got to be boundaries of like, hey, we will only communicate at work, but when it's not at work, like we're not going to go get lunch. I understand like I've never worked like full on full on corporate before, so maybe there's certain things and dynamics that I don't get it. But I still don't feel like that leaves an excuse for like her to be like, will you pick me up? Yeah, I don't know. And I just like I said, I think a woman's tuition is typically right. And so she's feeling uncomfortable. It doesn't necessarily matter whether there is or isn't something happening. It's the fact that she's expressed, hey, this makes me feel uncomfortable and he's getting defensive and like I need space now. I get it. If like maybe she's being overly paranoid and you're like, I swear there's nothing happening. Like, please relax. I understand that. But it doesn't sound like he's, like, trying to make an effort to, like, respect her. Yeah. And make her feel safe. The
1: fact that... So, he went off to another friend's house. He, she, he's not taking her calls anymore. The way he's kind of, like... That's kind of gaslighting him. Yeah. Way, where he's, like... It's she, your problem. She, like, blew up on him. And instead of consoling her and being, like, hey, I'm so sorry. You like have nothing to worry I about. I totally see why you think this. She might have triggers from her past. Maybe she was cheated on before. If this was reversed, I'd be like, babe, come here. Like, Mm -hmm. no, like, everything's okay. Like, I love you. Here's what happened. It shows me the fact that he ran away from that conflict shows me that he has something to hide. Hmm. Because if you had nothing to hide, you'd just be like, babe.
0: Yeah, you would just, like, shut it down right then and there. You have nothing to worry about. Again, we don't, I mean, we don't know what's actually happening. But based off that, now she's the one apologizing, which is typically what, like, Narcissists or gaslighters have you do, which I'm not going to say everyone's a narcissistic person yeah. here, but they make you have to apologize and they make you feel crazy. They make like they make you feel like you were the one that did it, something wrong. It's when she just felt uncomfortable by it. Like I, if if you were hanging out one on one with your boss, oh my gosh, absolutely not. I wouldn't have it.
1: You know what's crazy? I'm reading these comments, and we're of the minority. Most of these people are calling the girl abusive. Whoa, narcissist, um, controlling. Wow. That a work relationship is totally accept- acceptable.
0: No, because that's how so many people cheat is that you keep hanging out with your coworker, or your boss over and over and over, and you don't realize it, but you're starting to flirt with them and you're starting to fall in love with them or whatever. Like, I feel like so many relationships have affairs because of the workplace. Someone, and if you want to protect your marriage, you want to like really put some guards yeah. up, you know?
1: Someone said, he doesn't have to put up with your insecurities and you're hard pressed to find someone who would cheat on you. Cheat on you, you can't force him or convince him to take a different stance than he's taking right now. You need to work on your insecurities. I'm like, dang, but I don't none of these. That's not not an insecurity to me.
0: That's like, like that would really actually bother me. And we have pastors in our lives where they will do anything to be above reproach so that no one would ever think that they're cheating on their wives. Like one of our pastors, like doesn't even take the elevator with another girl. And I know some people are like, that's so crazy, but you've got to be careful out here in these streets because cheating happens a lot.
1: People are saying you're abusing him. Like I'm just shocked. Cause like maybe her response to accusing him of cheating is Dramatic. But you picked up another woman
0: okay i'm not gonna say that's like the end of the world like if it was an emergency say you were driving to work you yeah. saw
1: her and you're like oh my gosh crap it's not that even if someone needs a ride I'm, if she if she came home and was like hey i gave this guy a ride i trust her enough yeah the thing is is like i as a man i'm not gonna put myself in a position alone with another girl if i can avoid it in the sense of it's he said she said at that point if if uh, mm-hmm. if she said something about me or i just want to stay out of the appearance it's like it's black and white for me as a man i will not really hang out with a girl one on one i don't even like texting if a girl one on one not that i have anything to like worry about but because you just see where it starts and you and i never want my character or my it's being above reproach. Right. Well,
0: again, kind of there, like her friend saw him and was like, "Oh, he's cheating on you." Like, I wouldn't want someone to send me a picture of you, and they're like, "Caleb's cheating on you," and you're like, "No, it was just a lunch." It's like you don't even really want to put yourself in those positions. And I know people might think we're dramatic, but that's like a way you can just kind of protect your marriage.
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: Okay. Well that okay. was the first. Reddit on Reddit. Let us know your thoughts down below because maybe every I mean everyone's gonna have a different opinion. Yeah. So let us know your thoughts down below on that crazy story.
1: And we're not black, you know, maybe we missed some things. Yeah. So let us know what you think. If you disagree with us, let us mm-hmm. know why. Uh, we love a good, you know, debate, good conversation. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Well, thanks Alrighty. for coming on. Reddit on Reddit, thanks, babe. babe. Love you.
0: All right, back to closing out this podcast. You get a kiss? <laughs> that's crazy it's because you're wearing a hat it's hard to kiss you with dude that thing one on. time
1: i went to give her a kiss not too long ago and i went full like i heard oh, yeah, i his, hurt you on accident his
0: hat bill like nailed me in the nose like he, it literally like got swollen if, i started crying because it hurt
1: if you're ever in a relationship and you're trying to do something cute and you end up hurting someone on accident it's one of the worst feelings
0: bye babe Okay, you guys, that was Reddit on Reddit with Caleb. I'm so curious to hear y'all's thoughts. I hope you guys enjoyed this first episode of season five. I am so excited to be back. I missed you guys. Um, We definitely will have some continual, not like any crazy changes, but some changes coming up. I'm still wondering if I want to like maybe revise the background a little bit more of the podcast room. We'll see. Um, But yeah, it's going to be an exciting season. We have some amazing guests coming up. Um, I just want this to be, again, a podcast that blesses you. And it's very vulnerable. And we'll get into more stuff. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I miss you guys. I'm back again every single Tuesday. Make sure you guys follow our Instagram and TikTok to see different clips and updates and everything like that. We are working on some fun things. And again, my book is available for pre-order right now. Pre-order really blesses me. So make sure you guys definitely please order. You can go to janinamapola.com or just look for the book, Becoming Happy and Healthy on Target, Barnes and Nobles and Amazon. I am just so excited. Thank you guys so much for being a part of the journey And I pray you guys will check this out. I pray this book blesses you. And oh my gosh, it's just so crazy holding this book in my hand. I'm like, whoa, that's wild. So definitely check it out. It'll be in the show notes as well as the YouTube description. I love you guys. Thank you for joining me today on the first episode of season five on happy and healthy. I'll see you guys next Tuesday. But until then, stay happy and healthy. Bye, guys.